son, if you're listening, I'm dead. But uh, I left you this podcast. You'll be all right. Just pretend that I went out for smokes. That's right, folks. That's right. It is Sean McCarthy's birthday. Happy birthday to our uh, our wonderful co-host, Sean. Thank you. It's great to be 35 years old. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah, how do you feel? I feel good. I got my birthday wish. Uh, the American people have finally accepted the words of the great Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, his message is spreading. And you've been pushing for that for a long time. Uh, you know, it's right? been my life mission in many ways. Yeah. So you might think 35 is too old over the hill, but no, if you live long enough, mm-hmm. you will see everything you said about Osama bin Laden being the good guy vindicated right. within your lifetime. And you're already divorced, so you're like ahead of the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Blow out these candles. Make a wish about Saddam. Okay. So I don't want to say out loud that my wish is for the destruction of the state of Israel, because then it won't come true. Right. So Uh, You can't say it out loud. Yeah, you're right. So I guess I'm going to wish for an even more horrible fate. Mm -hmm. This is going to be like a liar liar with uh, Netanyahu. (laughs) He's going to be in the elevator like, there was no beheaded kids. (gasps) (laughs) Oh, yeah, he just can't. He can't can't tell a lie for one day (laughs) on Sean's birthday. (laughs) Oh, Netanyahu. Oh, okay, that's funny. Right. Yeah. No, I um, I'm gonna wish for world peace. Nice. Something positive. All right, here we what, go. Wait, you said you said it though. I said it though. Why don't you say like a? Why don't you do another wish? Okay, I'm doing another wish. Maybe reveal it at the end of the show. Does that does that counteract it or? I don't know. I don't know. All right, okay. blow your candles out. <laughs> Thirty-five. I, you got one man. of these too. Go ahead. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. How do you feel, man? Have you has anybody wished you a happy birthday yet besides us? No, you guys are the first. No. Yeah. Oh wait, but it's not. It's, 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 it's tomorrow. tomorrow. It's, it's now, yeah, and yeah. we are recording Thursday. Right. Yeah. This yeah. Is released when Friday. this episode okay. comes out, it'll be my birthday. Nice. Oh, yeah. You know, when I turned thirty-five, Deb and I were on vacation, and she was like uh, doing a lot of stuff with the baby, but she did kind of forget my birthday, which was which was kind <laughs> of better than someone wishing you a happy birthday. Sure. Somebody forgetting your birthday. Well, because then you got it in, the, in your back pocket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like next time you just sprawl out on the couch. Yeah. While Benjamin is hitting her. Right. During her teaching lessons. Yeah. You're like, but you forgot my birthday. Exactly. And it's a wash. Exactly. Hey, I uh, I got to tell you guys this. I saw I saw Drew Michael in the street today. Finally, I didn't. I I, I knew it was gonna happen someday. Yeah, you got your wish too. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. I definitely. Uh, I didn't get a chance to really. I mean, I I like looked up and he was there. He's walking towards me. So I saw him. He definitely saw me. And I, uh, I've always been thinking about what I'm going to say to him, you know, just because we've been, you know, I DM'd him. We've been talking shit about him pretty relentlessly. Has he we. answered the DM? Yeah. No. But I know he saw it. And so I keep thinking, like, you know, the more I, the more I think about what's going on in the Middle East and all the, all, the picture, all the carnage that I've seen and everything, I just, like, when I'm walking around my neighborhood, I'm like, what am I going to say to Drew Michael mm. when, when I see him, you know? And in my head, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk by him, and I'm gonna go. I think you should kill yourself <laughs> and keep walking. <laughs> that that's that's how I imagine the scenario yeah. going. Yeah. You know what I mean. And you've practiced how you were gonna say it too, like just like yeah, a slight suggestion, <laughs> not even angry, just like as a yes. hey, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should kill yourself. I think you should kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine like and, Mike's wishes when he blows out the candles on his birthday. It's like 
in his head it's a mental scene of the ending of Taxi Driver, but he's mm-hmm. shooting every comic who's ever wronged him. Yeah, which is only a handful of people. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so yeah, so he's walking. To, so he he definitely saw me. He crossed the street, but I like it wasn't that I, I did. It's not that I chickened out, but I did panic, you know, because I'm like, oh, the moment's coming. And uh, I was also hoping that when that would happen, he would be like with a girl, you know, because imagine you're on like a first date and somebody walks by. I think you should kill yourself. That's really, I think that's really funny. Um, So maybe another time that'll happen. But, you know, I was just like, uh, you know, I was looking at him and I was like, you know, I just, I just had this, I, 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 like, I had this sort of moment of clarity where I'm like, you open your mouth, but the words won't come out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was your eight mile moment. I just started man. throwing up on myself. <laughs> yeah. I just started throwing up your and mo- pissing. Your mother's spaghetti all over yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pissed my pants. <laughs> oh no, he's here! I just ran away. He definitely saw away. you, though. He definitely saw me, and he definitely like crossed the street. We co- we sort of glanced at each other for a second. I kind of looked away, and then he he crossed the street. You know, so I think we both sort of got scared but th- but then i realized you know i was look i was looking at him i was like well you know this is a person and i definitely don't want him to kill himself i really don't i don't want him to you know and i think it's you know we're all in show business and and there's no there's no freebies there's no handouts we all have to figure out how to sort of advance our career and do whatever it is sell tickets and you know get patreon subscribers or or, or whatever i'm like so i don't want this guy to kill himself like i said we all have to we all have to put food on our table and pay our bills, you know? Yeah. I know how hard that is. And, and, you know, some of us just decide to to endorse ethnic cleansing by, by doing that. Look, so we all got to pay so. bills. Some of us just decide to endorse uh, taking premature babies off the incubators yes. and letting them die. Yeah. You know? And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that, really. There's nothing wrong with it because you have to make a living. <laughs> you have to make a living. <laughs> You can't just get a normal job. You have to be in show business. Yeah. Otherwise, you're a failure. Yeah. And to be in show business or the arts, you got to endorse this, what Israel's doing. Right. Right. Yeah. But I guess I was just kind of like, you know, um, he's probably, he probably is scared of me. uh, (laughs) yes i'm I'm just no i'm like he probably is scared of me but he probably feels like shit he probably hates himself you know yeah i'm sure he's not like enjoying having a good life writing posts like that and doing one-man shows about his fucking hearing loss in one ear um i feel bad i mean you two were friends right i don't care (laughs) Uh, but you shouldn't like you know, as much as I think the Israel thing is fucked up, you shouldn't let that ruin friendships. You don't I mean, think? like, well, it's like it is a tough one because I think it is immoral and unjustifiable. Um, but I think, like, you know, a guy like Ian Fidance, for example, I think he uh, is is more ignorant than malicious. Yeah, yeah I don't I, even think there's proof that Ian has taken the side of of Israel. It's just he seems like he's been like, hey, can we all get along? And we're like, you don't get the issue, idiot. And he's like, oh. That seems like your issue. Well, he doesn't, but he's also not. But Ian is a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. I I would never see him supporting a bad thing happening. It's just he seems to not maybe understand as much as what you've recently read about. What I I learned about a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why you have to be patient with people. You know, people go, oh, it's complicated. Uh, I believe them. It turns out that's not true. It's not complicated. It just mm-hmm. takes some like reading and patience. Yeah. But you do have to give people the time to do that. 
Yeah. And that's the thing I think with Drew was he made that one post right after the attack on October 7th. And I think a lot of people made posts of like under the idea of, oh, no, a terrorist attack happened. And they, they since haven't made posts. And I think since they made an original post. Why is they that post make still a up, second. though? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They should probably delete the post. Delete Fuck the yeah, post I agree with and that. Do something else. Yeah, because I have true, seen true. people delete a lot. But of their... since he hasn't continued to comment, mm-hmm. I can't stand here and go like, "Oh, he's supporting this," because mm-hmm. it looks to me like he regrets posting it, and that's why he's not continuing to talk, right? Um, or he. But just I agree. Take too. the fucking post down. Yeah. Unless you agree with that post. But I also, I mean, like I've said, I don't think I don't think he believes anything that he that it, he wrote there, probably. and just kind of did it to get his name out and sell tickets and i don't know mm. you know what i mean yeah possible so i think it was very like intentionally not authentic whereas ian does there ian does sort of believe i think what he says i hope i hope at least i don't know i, I just I haven't know. yeah i don't know Ian's just, he's just yeah. um anyway so <laughs> it's uh it's sean's birthday we're gonna do a very <laughs> special episode here um so we are ian doesn't actually believe it it's just the trans hooker community is so pro-israel he just has to kind of pander right um so there's a little uh so our favorite our favorite person is in the news uh once again there are uh there was a letter that's been circulating on tiktok from uh from friend of the show Osama bin Laden, mm-hmm. his letter that he wrote. Oh, so that's another thing about Drew. So Drew ha- has bits where he's referenced, you know, that letter. Bin Laden. Osama letter, bin Laden. Oh, letter really? to the American people. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you know, we, he said this and this, and he said this is why you're attacking us. And so, yeah, that's why I don't think that Drew, you know. Believes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, we're going to go through the letter because I never read the letter before. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to, you know, just give our just give our thoughts. Just give our thoughts about the Osama bin Laden letter. Right. So this was printed up in The Guardian in 2002, or it was translated and printed up in The Guardian in 2002. And then just today, actually, The Guardian took it down 20 Mm. years later because people are reading, you know, Osama bin Laden's letter to the American people. They're reading excerpts of it on, uh, on TikTok, and a lot of, you know, Zoomers and young people are, are being like, wow, I never realized he makes all these good points. I never realized why the terrorists attacked us and it's um if you read the letter and you know we'll have a little link in uh, in the description if you want to but uh it, it just just it does just start with palestine like that's the first like full quarter at least of the letter is just talking about israel and palestine i mean you know this is before political correctness so bin laden does use the word the jews a lot mm-hmm. instead of you know, if if uh, we we could call him in and instead of calling him out and say you should, there's a difference between Judaism and Zionism. Yeah, and he should be using the word Zionist. But right, right. but you know, you, his heart's in the right place. You can tell that. Yeah, there wasn't really a way. There wasn't really. We didn't have Zionism twenty years ago. No. Yeah, but it really doesn't matter because if you say Zionism, people will still. Yeah, they'll still you know, say, "Oh, you're saying the Jews," and yeah. it's like. At some point, we do have to be honest about this when it comes to Israel. Like, it is a state like Rhodesia or apartheid South Africa. Those were white supremacist states. Israel is a Jewish supremacist state. And Jewish Zionists, they are Jewish supremacists racially. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't mean I hate everybody who believes that. But you do have to, like, engage with them in that way. Mm-hmm. 
where, yeah, you think you're a better race than me. Right. You think your racial stock is superior to mine. Mm-hmm. And that informs a lot of uh, Israeli politics. Like, mm-hmm. this is a racial supremacist state. There's no way around that. Yeah. And, and so it's uh, it's just kind of a uh, an aberration of, you know, liberal, polite politics is because, of course, the, the tragedy happened to the Jewish people. They're allowed to have a racial supremacist state based on apartheid and violence. Yeah, and it's funny when you, like, there wasn't anybody from Rhodesia who was like, everyone's being mean to us. I think you're just a, you're just a Rhodesian hater. You know? Yeah. They didn't get to whine and be like, oh, classic. Well, I can't come here and extract the resources and... You know what I mean? Right. That, I mean, that, that's because we don't think of Israel as a colonial project because... You think it's because people whine so much? They 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 whine all the time. They have a good PR operation in the West, but yeah. of course, you know, if you look at what they actually say within Israel, it's always you know the Palestinians are animals. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a lot of appeals to racial stock, demographics. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even had a video that they released about sperm retrieval. Yeah, because they're obsessed with birth rates and all that. You right. know, so it is. I mean, it, it, it's. They can retrieve sper- they can retrieve sperm from a dead person, or they're uh, they're trying to. They can, yes. Within a few hours, it's like a probe that yeah. I think goes up the prostate and like yeah. electrocutes the sperm out. Yeah, and then you can save the sample. We're and- actually using it over on Patreon. If you guys want to join us, Patreon.com/slash/outforsmokes. Uh, go over there. We'll be using the Israeli um, semen extracting probe. We're gonna on a dead body. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna. We're actually, we actually have a dead body coming in. A fresh body. We used show funds to pay for a dead body. Yeah. yeah. $100. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, the point is, it's like, just because Drew Michael thinks he's racially superior to us doesn't mean mm-hmm. we can't still be his friend. Right. I don't, yeah. It is fun to cut people out of your life, though. No matter who it is. Your mother. Your friends. Doesn't it just make good. no? But doesn't it just make you like sad? Like you can't really trust anybody. Like I've lost yeah. friends over the years. Yeah. Partly because of shit I said about nine eleven. Partly because mm-hmm. of other shit. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of sucks where you um. And I, I think a lot of people in the mod. Yeah, but for every for every millennial friend you've lost, you're gonna gain ten Zoomer friends on this show tonight. <laughs> for praising Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love the kids are all right, man. <laughs> They're awesome. They fucking rock. Yeah, awesome. It is so cool that the kids <laughs> like Bin Laden. <laughs> And it's like, you know, I read the letter uh, uh, today before the show, Mm -hmm. and the basic premise of it is, I think, quite reasonable, which is Mm -hmm. Osama bin Laden tells the American people that if you, we will all be spared as long as we convert to Islam and stop being gay. Right. And these are modest demands. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing we, like, we do have to explain to TikTokers about bin Laden, Mm -hmm. is every step of the way, it's not like, oh, let's liberate Palestine it's fuck these Zionists, now here's these awful ideas that I like. Mm-hmm. Like just how Zionism is bad, you know, Sharia law is bad as well. And I don't mean because a lot Why? of countries have Sharia law yeah. and it's like fine. How, do you, know, how like, do you know Sharia law is bad though? Well, I, I looked it up. I looked into it. I'm not just oh, okay. talking shit. Yeah. And so, What's bad about it? Well, so a lot of, okay, so Sharia law in the court systems, it's usually in like civil cases for yeah. like marriages. Uh-huh. And so a woman, like in Egypt, right, which... Yeah. Now, you go, America is friends with Egypt, though. We shouldn't support this Mm -hmm. because a woman's word in court means half as much as a man's in Egypt because when you take Sharia law very literal, Mm -hmm. now when you use it 
you know, I think it's fine to look at a religion and look at guidelines and go, this is, you know, hey, let's set a tone, right? Because all religions have great things in them, obviously. Um, but Sharia law is, is certainly oppressive towards women mm-hmm. and children, mm-hmm. just unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And Osama is well, a guy what's funny who, is my- it wasn't just like, hey, let's liberate these people. It's like, hey, there's communists in Yemen. Let's fucking get them. Like mm-hmm. he was constant. He was he was blood hungry. Always, and you yeah. need to know that that the entire time. Right. Um, you know, when he was a part of the Mahajadeen, which it's like, yeah, you can say the U.S. propped them up and started that war with the Soviets. They wanted to give them their own Vietnam to destroy the Soviets. And that fucked up the Middle East, too. But at the end of the day, if you do read up on Bin Laden the entire time, he's like, wait, what? Let's kill everybody. Mm-hmm. So he's not awesome. Sure. It's just when you are trying to garner support and you want al-Qaeda to succeed, uh, you need to look at who is being oppressed because they might join you. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of like, hey, let's turn to Palestine because they'll want us. Yeah. And the truth is the Palestinian people and Hamas have told al-Qaeda to go fuck themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's something we need to point out, too. Interesting. That there is a difference between Osama bin Laden yeah. and groups like Hamas. Mm-hmm. Because even they... Now, you could argue, hey, everybody wanted to stay away from al-Qaeda because you let al-Qaeda come in, America's neck. Like, they're showing up. Yeah. But everybody told al-Qaeda to go fuck themselves yeah. after 9-11. Yeah. Bin Laden is not awesome. Might be one of the most controversial <laughs> statements we've made on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Half our patrons unsubscribed. <laughs> right. You guys sold out yeah. after, after No, because State. like rational people, I don't think it's a genuine concern. Like you hear people talking, oh, Osama, Osama bin Laden made points. Mm-hmm. And you see people go, you can't say that because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're afraid you're going to like agree with Osama right. bin Laden. And right. Right. Well, my, you know, and I posted this on Twitter, dude, but my honest opinion on Osama bin Laden is like he's a terrorist murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like nobody would deny that. He was involved in the embassy bombings in Africa in 1998. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of people were killed. But didn't uh, he inspire that he w- kid in like 2003? To, didn't that kid fly like a Cessna into a into a <laughs> <laughs> in Tampa, in like Tampa, I forget if that guy was a Islamist or not. I, I thought like, he was just mad about I, taxes. I think or, he was like a fourteen-year-old oh. kid who crashed a plane into a building. I found out the shoe bomber did a test run I mean, in Israel. Oh yeah, and they like didn't let him go. That's another thing. In two thousand twenty-one, uh, there's this article that came out that some FBI guy said that um, they thwarted attempted attacks. I guess a few months after nine eleven in mm-hmm. Israel. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. Al Qaeda was going to attack like music festivals, mm-hmm. so they do go hand in hand. Nine Eleven and Israel, yeah, mm-hmm. they attacked us for that reason. But Osama bin Laden, you know, he's not the tits. Well, no, the thing I'm saying about bin Laden is, yeah, he's a terrorist murderer, blah blah blah. But it, like nobody denies that the CIA worked with him in uh, Afghanistan to resist the Soviets. But then what becomes complicated is when did that relationship stop? And my argument is it actually went right up until basically nine eleven which is we uh, know from a French newspaper, uh, the French intelligence leaked to a French newspaper in uh, 2002 that in July 2001, uh, French intelligence was, was surveilling Osama bin Laden and they observed him in a hospital in Dubai where he uh, met with the local CIA station chief as well as the head at the time of, the, of Saudi Arabian intelligence. And this is July 2001. And, um, you know, it's it's just so close to 9-11 that I think, and I think there's, like, very direct uh, connections between Osama bin Laden and the head of Saudi intelligence up until 9-11. And, you know, the Saudis and the U.S. intelligence, they have a very close interlinked relationship. The, the hija- alleged hijackers were all managed and handled by Saudi agents while they were on U.S. soil. So, you know, you put this all together, 
my belief is honestly, yeah, this guy's a terrorist and a murderer, but we're not told the full story about 9-11 and the CIA's relationship with him, I think, went up at least until 9-11. And he denied it a week after, not even a week after 9-11. Mm-hmm. He put out a statement saying, I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. The only time bin Laden ever took credit for 9-11 was a video released a month before the 2004 election where George W. Bush was reelected. Mm-hmm. And lots of people smarter than me have... Uh, said this video looks inauthentic. Uh I'll leave that up to you, the listener, but I will just say it is a little suspicious that uh, the only time on record, and you know what, listeners, if I'm wrong, correct me, only time on record bin Laden ever took credit for 9-11 was a video released a month before the 2004 election. He was like, I didn't do it, and every American was like, too late, buddy. (laughs) We're coming to kill a bunch of... He had a bunch of... We're coming to bomb Afghanistan. uh, because I remember when they caught him, they were like, there's a bunch of porno. He had a bunch yeah. of porn, like we would give a fuck or something. Yeah, did he? Uh, yeah, but they took computers. Like, a lot of people lived there. So, yeah. it could, like, there was also video games, and they were like, he liked video games. And it's like, no, his kids were there. Okay. Um, I like that he liked Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently he had, like, a bunch of uh, Illuminati documentaries, which I think is fucking sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he believes in the Illuminati, Okay. Yeah, so that's What if you could only ask Osama bin Laden one question, and you're like, so do you prefer Tifa or Ares? <laughs> Which, fi- which Final Fantasy VII girl is best? Oh, okay. Who is your waifu? Um, all right, so let's uh, let's just get into it, and we'll just you know we'll en- we'll engage with what's uh, with what's written here. This is Osama bin Laden's 2002 letter to the American people. Yeah. Okay. So it brings us both laughter and tears to see that you have not yet tired of repeating your fabricated lies that the Zionists. <laughs> have a historical right to Palestine as it was promised to them in the Torah. Anyone who disputes with them on this is alleged uh, on this alleged fact is accused of anti-Semitism. This is one of the most fallacious, widely circulated fabrications in history. The people of Palestine are pure Arabs and original Semites. It is the Muslims who are inheritors of Moses, peace be upon him, and the inheritors of the real Torah that have that has not been changed. Muslims believe in all of the prophets, including Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad. Peace and blessings of Allah be upon them. If the followers of Moses have been promised a right to Palestine in the Torah, then the Muslims are the most worthy nation of this. You attacked us in Somalia. You uh, supported the Russian atrocities against us in Chechnya, the Indian oppression against us in Kashmir, and the Jewish aggression against us in Lebanon. Guys, just feel free to jump in, you know, whenever you want. Well, he's half right. On the the Russians in Chechnya, the U.S. really played both sides. And, in fact, Peter Dale Scott, who I cite all all the time on this, but he's uh, talked a lot about the CIA uh, funding uh, funding and arming um, anti-Russian Muslims in Chechnya, Mm -hmm. Islamic extremists. Mm -hmm. So it's like the U.S. really played both sides in Chechnya. They were never really on the side of the Russians. They were always trying to kind of destabilize that government and uh, make sure it was never independent, always a client state of the U.S. Gotcha. Uh, You steal our wealth and oil at paltry prices because your international influence and military threats— the theft is indeed the biggest theft ever witnessed by mankind in the history of the world. You've starved Muslims of Iraq where children die every day. It is a wonder that more than 1.5 million Iraqi children have died as a result of your sanctions and you did not show concern. Yet when 3,000 of your people died, the entire world rises and has not yet sat down. Iraqi children definitely died from the sanctions, but 1.5 million is a 
probably a too high number. Is it? Which I, you know, I just realized we're like fact checking Osama bin Laden. <laughs> yeah, we're like yeah. a Vox podcast. <laughs> it's like a Donald Trump speech. Um, actually, Osama bin Laden had a couple. Nice exaggerating some points. In Mr. Here. Bin Laden, we give you three pants on fires. Yeah, for your claim that the Jews control the media. Yeah, get out of here. Um, it is it is something though when it's like when you when you think about being under occupation and you you're watching your kid your kids your neighbor's kids or whoever they are get killed mm-hmm. i i don't know why people don't seem to understand like who who of course you wouldn't give a fuck about those kids on the other side of the fence that get to be safe mm. you know well it's i mean it is just interesting reading the letter and i i think it just shows how bad the PR situation is going for Israel mm-hmm. that they have to censor Osama bin Laden because his arguments against them are too effective. Right. Like this is you couldn't you couldn't find a better poster boy for the anti-Israel movement. Uh-huh. Like if you're an Israeli, you say, "Oh, these people all agree with Osama bin Laden." Uh-huh. And then people actually read him and they're like, "Yeah, he makes some good points." Right. And you have to fucking censor Osama bin Laden, this right. terrorist mass murderer, right. because Israel's position is so indefensible. It's so indefensible that even Osama bin Laden mm-hmm. can just, you know, in this very reactionary screed where he, you know, rants about women and homosexuals and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. but he does just make the basic point and he puts it at the front of his letter, which is the reason he and his compadres were and are attacking Americans is US support for Israel. That has always been the primary reason. Yeah, and uh, you know, what the, connection did he have to to Palestine or like anything personal or just, uh, just a Muslim? Uh, yeah, you know, solidarity, solidarity among uh, Muslims. Yeah, and you know, like it's not bad, right? And you know, another thing he talks about in the in the letter. And It'd be nice if white boys had some solidarity, <laughs> like the Muslims do. That's right. They do. That's why they've ruined the world. <laughs> <laughs> our our solidarity is unmatched. Yeah. Um, the American people are the ones who pay the taxes which fund the planes that bomb Afghanistan, the tanks that strike and destroy our homes in Palestine, the armies which occupy our lands in the Arabian Gulf, and the fleets which ensure the blockade of Iraq. These tax dollars are given to Israel for it to continue to attack us and penetrate our lands. So the American people are the ones who fund and attack us, and they are the ones who oversee the expenditure of these monies in the way they wish through their elected candidates. If, I guess this is Ariel Sharon, is a man of peace in the eyes of Bush, then we are also men of peace. America does not understand the language of manners and principles, so we are addressing it using the language it understands. Force. Yeah, and I guess we should say we're just uh, reading excerpts of it. Mm-hmm. But he starts the letter by saying that um, he's responding to the question of uh, that was raised in the U.S. press after 9-11 of you know, why are they, you know, the Islamic uh, extremists, why are they attacking us and what can we do? So mm-hmm. he raises those two questions and then he goes down his kind of list of um, of grievances and also things we can do, such as converting to Islam and stop being gay. He's like, you know what you could do? You could start a government agency that everybody hates and it's made up of um, the stupidest people <laughs> in the world that yell at you at the airport. <laughs> You could make travel a nightmarish, <laughs> awful dude, experience. So Every f- goddamn time I fly, I'm like, they the terrorists literally won having to deal with TSA. You know, TSA having to take your shoes off at the airport. It's it's so fucked, it's so degrading. Because it's like you know, you used to 
be able to just get high and it would be pleasant on the airplane but mm-hmm. you got to go through security and if you're mm-hmm. high it's like already an awful experience that's multiplied a yeah. hundred times yeah i don't uh, encourage drug use i'm sorry everybody yeah but speaking of flying i will be flying to des moines iowa on december 16th and the club did get an email from somebody calling me an anti-semitic uh disgusting person so if you could please prove them wrong by buying a ticket Speak, uh, Osama bin Laden speaks the language of force because it was the only language, you know, the United States understands. Speak the language that comedy club owners understand, which is the language of money. And please buy a ticket. Go to teheescomedy.com. December 16th, I will be there in Des Moines, Iowa. Can't wait to see you there. Right. And on the comment cards, make sure to write, I support Osama bin Laden right. and Mike yes. Yeah. Just write, Osama bin Laden did nothing wrong. Who who referred you to this comedian? Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Thank and thank you, Teehees, for not pulling the shell. I really appreciate that. That's uh, good, yeah. Appreciate that. And whoever wrote that email, I will find who you are and I will make <laughs> life very difficult yeah. uh, for you. He's he's gonna see you in public and then be too afraid to confront <laughs> you. Someday soon. I wasn't too afraid. I just I got startled. Mm-hmm. You know? You weren't ready for I he was starstruck. I, You've seen all of his specials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 20 times. You couldn't believe, yeah. <laughs> you should have just 10 like, times in the last week. You should have gone up to Drew Michael and cupped your hands over his ear to go, fucking kill yourself. And then he just yeah. doesn't hear it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was on the street and a uh, guy said, uh, kill yourself. But I couldn't hear it. Anyway, back to Osama bin Laden. Back to the. Uh, the actual entertaining uh, person that we know. As for the second question we want to answer, why are we calling, what are we calling you to and what do we want from you? The first thing we are calling uh, to you is Islam. Mm -hmm. Uh, Islam is the religion of, uh, well, he says Muhammad sent down his prophets. Um, To this religion that we call you, the seal of all previous religions, it is the religion of unification of God, sincerity, the best of, see, this is, now now this is the part of Osama bin Laden's letter that I like. A lot of this stuff is lacking from... Uh, yeah, well, Islam rules, so once you start quoting it, it does. you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. It is the unification of God, sincerity, the best of manners, righteousness, mercy, honor, purity, and piety. It is the religion of showing kindness to others, establishing justice between them, granting them their rights, and defending the oppressed and the persecuted. It is the religion of enjoining the good and forbidding the evil with the hand, tongue, and heart. It is the religion of jihad in the way of Allah, so that Allah's word and religion reign supreme. It is the religion of unity and agreement on the obedience to Allah and total equality between all people without regarding their color, sex, or language. I mean, to me, that's great. And lately, stand-up comedy has become less and less fulfilling because it is very you know, self-serving and hedonistic and I just find comedians to be... You know, really deserving of just a big knife to come in and take their take their head off. The knife of Islam. I went to, I went to a comedy show last night. I was like, I I don't, yeah, I don't like any of these people. Mm. Luke Monas was on though. He was good. He's oh, a he's good funny. writer. He's yeah. a good guy. He's very funny. He's a good guy. I feel hey, like look at this. This was this water we're drinking was produced nine eleven, uh-huh. and it's Best Buy nine eleven twenty five. Mm. Yeah, it's two years. No, I'm just saying nine eleven. We're talking about. Wow. That's so cool. You know, there's a there's a convenience store, Scott, called 7-Eleven. Things are really lining up. And that's only one number off from 9-Eleven. Everything's really lining up. Uh, Dedicated to the brave Mujahideen fighters of (laughs) Afghanistan. (laughs) 
He goes on, you are the nation who, rather than ruling by the Sharia and uh, by the Sharia of Allah and its constitutional laws, choose to invent your own laws as you will and desire. You separate religion from your policies, contradicting the pure nature which affirms the absolute authority to the Lord and your creator. You flee from the embarrassing question posed to you. How is it possible for Allah the Almighty to create his creation, grant them power over all the creatures in land, grant them all the amenities of life, and then deny them that which they are most in need of, knowledge of the laws which govern their lives. Hmm. You are the nation that permits usury, which is forbidden which is forbidden by all the religions, yet you build your economy and investments on usury. Usury is, right, because usury is forbidden in Islam. Lending with interest, Lending yes. with interest. Um, as a result of this, in all its different forms and guises, the Jews have taken control of your economy. Um, we don't agree with that part. We don't believe that. There's a lot of the cap, um, capitalists own, uh, uh, control the economy. Mm-hmm. We don't believe that. That Just uh, a group of Jewish, like the quote-unquote Jews going to take the money out of your bank, and they're like, someone got to it already. <laughs> um, through which they have taken control of your media, and now all aspects of your life making their servants and achieving their aims at your expense, precisely what Benjamin Franklin warned you against. Mm-hmm. You are a nation that permits the production, trading, and uses of, into- of intoxicants. You also permit drugs and only for, uh, forbid the trade of them, even though your nation is the largest consumer of them. Did you think, like, Osama bin Laden would be a good bro? Like, he would probably, like, be the friend who sat me down and be like, man, you got to stop getting high before you go through the airport. Got to stop getting high before day-to-day functions. Maybe. You got to not be afraid to face reality. Yeah. But he might also be the friend who judges you too much. Like when you go to 7-Eleven late at night and get a bunch of snacks, he's like looking at you like, you pig. Right. If you got a scratch-off ticket, he's like, mm-hmm. you know you're funding Jews. And right. you're like, what, what, come on, bro. Yeah. It is kind of like, it's it's funny. I mean, if, if he if he is anti, you know, if he is anti-Zionist, mm-hmm. the stuff that you see on in the media is really just drives you crazy. What do you watching? Mean? You know, watching Pierce Morgan interview people, sure. or yeah. you know, the way they just don't challenge anything, and the way they just kind of like you go this this has to be somebody's pulling the strings here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it is annoying because it's like. People like Osama bin Laden conflate Jews and Zionists, but mm-hmm. also Zionists conflate Jews and Zionists. Right, right, right. And right. they even like, you know, Zionists will all the time just say anybody who uses the word Zionist secretly means Jews because mm-hmm. they want to conflate these things. Mm-hmm. But it's like they are two different things, mm-hmm. and Zionists do control the U.S. media. Right. U.S. Yeah. and U.K. media. They sound like the, uh, what do you mean black lives? All lives matter. How do they not realize they sound exactly like that? This right. is, of course, what they do. Um, this is good. Who can forget your President Clinton's immoral acts committed? Now, my family were so what they were so pissed that Bill Clinton got his dick sucked. Yeah, I mean they were like really upset about it. He's a disgrace. He's he, how could you, you you disgrace this country? And it's like I want to show them this part of Osama bin Laden's letter. Hmm. You know, well you know because it was under Sharia. Actually, Monica Lewinsky's family could rape President Clinton. For disgracing her honor, really? Yeah, they could gang rape him, but they—they they have man-on-man rape in Islam. <laughs> Johnny, can you Google that? Do, 
<laughs> Johnny, can you pull off? Does Islam allow a man on man? No, I, that doesn't seem very Islamic. No, that's me. actually that's really? right there. Yeah, it's in the Hadith. It's in really? a Hadith. You can rape a man for dishonoring your sister. And then, yeah, but if he if he starts liking it, you you get in trouble. He has to hate it the whole time. Yeah, or you're both in trouble. Yeah, I'm not I sure. forget what the actual punishment is. Maybe they could cut his dick off. Or maybe he would cool. just get lashes, uh-huh. or he would have to like pay restitution. Just a bunch of Polish people cutting off Bill Clinton's dick. <laughs> They're trying to use like no, please, Come plastic on. spoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How many Pollocks does it take to cut off Bill Clinton's dick? Um, who can? But yeah, my my family would probably like this part. But but you know what's funny is like that was I, I don't remember that time very well but I do remember Clinton got his dick sucked my family was very mad mm-hmm. and then a lot of the liberals were like oh you guys are mad because he got his dick sucked like your like your friend's mom who was a Democrat oh you're mad because he fucked that 19 year old who works for him <laughs> yeah fucking prudes yeah 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 they hey let the man get his age though right that was never the issue which I thought was they were never like this is a kid. It was always no, just like, he didn't. should be caring about the country, not dealing with whores. Like, mm-hmm. they really, you know, they didn't <clears throat> treat her with And Jay Leno was like, have you heard about this, uh, this slut, Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> She's uh, spreading your pussy open for the president. I mean, what a, what a whore, folks. Um, uh, you are a nation that permits gambling in all its forms. The companies practice this as well, resulting in the investments... Becoming active and the criminals becoming rich. Sean, mm. I'm sure you got something to say about that. Well, he predicted DraftKings. Yeah. He predicted all the sports gambling apps. He had a lot of uh, a lot of wise things to say. Yeah. Well, also, we do have like a speculation. Isn't our economy very speculation-based? Sure, it's yeah. Just people, you it's know, all a financial casino. It's just fucking idiots named Mike Racine putting their money into... <laughs> weed stocks. <laughs> weed Legal stocks. weed stocks. <laughs> Putting all the money that they that they've busted their ass for their whole life into a company called Burcon, not Sciences, because they think it's gonna ten x. Because they're so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, but you know what, folks, you can't win if you don't play. Um, you are a nation. Finland's like <laughs> America disgraced itself with its response to Clinton and Lewinsky. She should have been stoned to death in public. <laughs> Yeah. For tempting the president. Yeah. Well, I think if he if he came if he got to live another ten years, they would um, he would realize that Hillary should be stoned to death mm-hmm. for shaming that poor young woman. Did Monica Lewinsky? She never like got married or anything, right? I don't think so. Yeah. It's a bummer. Didn't have any kids. I'd marry her. She's cute. Yeah. Man ain't shit. Yeah, that's right. Somebody marry Monica Lewinsky. Make an honest woman out of her. Maybe she didn't want to get married, Mike. Maybe she had options. No, she probably I, did have options. No, I think that no man wanted to wanted to marry her. It's a hard act to follow. That is true. I bet he's got a weird-looking dick, though. <laughs> but just from all the sex, it was normal. Now it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, you are a nation that practices this uh, the trade of sex in all its forms, directly and indirectly. Giant corporations and establishments are established on this. Under the name of art, entertainment, tourism, and freedom, and other deceptive names you attribute to it. This, I wonder if, I don't know if this is like a, I don't know. Everybody likes, everybody likes to look at beautiful women. 
sometimes pay $14 a month, <laughs> accidentally use the mutual debit card <laughs> to pay. <laughs> accidentally use the debit card that you share with your wife. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't know why that's happening. Um, <clears throat> just yeah. Turn that, turn that off. Mm-hmm. Turn the Wi-Fi off. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, this is like, uh, maybe this part feels like he's trying too hard a little bit. Like, he's like, it's all sex. He sounds like my grandmother a little bit. I don't think he's wrong. I mean, he talks about, you know, to take Bin Laden's side for a Mm -hmm. change. Mm -hmm. Uh, He talks about corporations sell sex. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, sex is very ubiquitous in America, but it's used for very... (laughs) let's say alienating purposes Mm -hmm. you know every product uses sex to sell it and yeah pornography is kind of bad i think it alienates men and women from each other Mm -hmm. creates a creates a very um a a very non-human relationship where you know like guys who've just been like destroyed their brains destroyed on porn like can't really interact with women Mm -hmm. and this further isolates the genders from each other and creates a lot of loneliness, a lot of misery. Yeah, um, their moms get stuck in the dishwasher. They don't even try to help them. They start trying to fuck them. It's like terrible what's going on. You, know? <laughs> you help your mom, dude. Mom, I'm sorry. I I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm so used to... <laughs> the mom's like, if Osama Bin Laden was in charge, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. They can't even have a normal relationship with their stepsister. Just you know? try to fuck her. <laughs> just, <laughs> Yeah, it's ruined stepbrother, stepsister uh, you know, relationships. Pornography's made it so you can't even have a conversation with the pizza delivery man. <laughs> yeah. Without trying to yeah, fuck him. Yeah, you feel him. bad just <laughs> tipping him. You go, I'm sorry, I know. I know the internet made you think something else is, might happen. But right, you feel bad $3. not sucking his dick. Yeah. yeah. You can't even sit on a couch with three black guys surrounding you. <laughs> <laughs> without it being weird. Um, you can't even visit a guy pretending to be an agent, a modeling agent in a shady office in Florida. Yeah, who has herpes? Scott, what was that? Vi- I think you showed it to me years ago. The guy that did the um, the trolling of wannabe porn stars, and he would bring these girls into like the casting couch. Oh yeah, that, he would, I like, think that still goes on, and they yeah. just ha- have awful like violent sex with these women, right? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yeah, he maybe. like shit talks them, and then they have like rough sex. Oh, I don't they mean do. like he doesn't. Yeah, it's like oh. part of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the gimmick, but yeah, he just tells them they're idiots and ugly, and, yeah. and they just sit there like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. That just makes me kind of sad. Yeah. I think Bun Laden had a lot of great points, actually. Yeah, on the other hand, though, it it is nice to, like, uh, every once in a while just to just go to a strip club and make conversation with one of the one of the girls, and she's nice to you. I think on balance, America is better than Sharia law would be. Yeah. But we can't deny there are aspects of Sharia law that would be kind of nice. That would be kind of nice. Like, no porn, no gambling. Yeah. I would have to, like, not smoke weed. Yeah. So I could maybe write or be more productive. Yeah. I guess I felt that way at at Skankfest a little bit. I was like, this is nice. This is fun. I get to see my friends. But there's got to be more yeah, to life. Some people there's need to die be... for their sins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. DeRosa shouldn't have been allowed to do what he did. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. DeRosa's publicly stoned there's to death. Gotta be, right. There's got to be more to life than spending $10,000 at a strip club in Las Vegas and jerking off a, uh, you know. No gambling, anyway. no music, but you can watch people get stoned to death. Yeah. 
Um, it would be one thing if it's like no gambling, no music, and then what you see is like they're a hundred years into the future, you know. But also, I know it's because we've ruined their lives that they are the way they are. But you know, there's no proof that it's like the the thing of the future. Right. Yeah. It would be kind of cool if like the Taliban shit actually worked, and mm-hmm. we just come back ten years later and they have like flying cars. Because <laughs> yeah. like yeah. men are just not nobody... tempted by looking at women, so <laughs> all they watching. do is <laughs> science. Yeah. There's a really interesting uh, YouTube video. Maybe we'll link it in, in the description. But I guess Elliot Spitzer had some show on CNN. Yeah. And he was interviewing this woman, this this liberal uh, Muslim woman who was from France, and then another woman who was wearing a hijab. And you can only see the woman's eyes in the interview. Mm-hmm. But the woman in the hijab sort of like won the debate. Yeah. She was like, I don't feel like I'm devalued. I'm not a second-class citizen. I'm a chemical engineer. Everybody respects me. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I don't know if that's what it takes to get to, you know? Oh, no, I've heard it explained in ways that I go, oh, yeah, it's not about, it's more of it's like. It's not about get, subjugation. It's, it's actually like, about, like, get rid of the ego. It's about, like, the person, yeah. you know. Yeah, right, um, right. But people deserve, you know, options. And options, and, yeah. yeah. And if someone comes around and says, I, I, I think this is the best mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. Maybe it's not as oppressive as yeah. you would think. But I don't know. Some guy sent us oh. an email and was like, I, I should explain to Sean, Saddam Hussein was not a good dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, we got an email. Did I, did I not, was I not sarcastic enough? Yeah, yeah. It's like, just to be clear, like, yeah. we don't support Osama bin Laden. But no, can, but of course not. you should not, be an adult, and you should understand why these people, like, they're not fucking... Well, we're comedians, and we we want to say the thing that other people... Well, dude, but also Ron little... Paul was saying this shit. You know, we, like, we were talking about the David Cross clip yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of mm-hmm. going viral where he mm-hmm. points out what Osama said in his letter, and mm-hmm. we all knew that. We all listened to that clip, and mm-hmm. we all... Li- uh, you know, a lot of our favorite comics were saying shit like that. Yeah, right? I thought that. Clip I was... actually listened to it in my friend Sam's uh, car. I was friends with him, and he was a senior, and I was a um, sophomore. I had some senior friends. Yeah, when I was a sophomore, it was pretty He's cool. So cool right? yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, Ron Paul was saying uh, the shit too, and they made him look like a fucking jerk off. Yeah, Ron Paul. Yeah, but um, I, yeah, I specifically, you know, yeah, remember a few politicians being like, "They don't hate us for our freedom," and I remember everybody in the room getting mad. That was yeah. very common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do remember my family saying stuff like they all hate us when you talk about like Afghanistan and then Iraq. They go, well, they all hate us. U.S. public discourse has been really dumbed down. Yeah, like since the '80s, but post 9/11 in particular, mm-hmm. because you can go back and you can listen to like the Nixon Kennedy debates, mm-hmm. and they're having like these really intricate. You know, in 1960, mm-hmm. they'd be having these very intricate like tax policy debates that yeah. I can't even follow. Right. I'm like, do I need a fucking PhD just yeah. to vote in yeah. 1960? Yeah, yeah. And now we're just in the toilet, mm-hmm. where all our enemies hate us for our freedom, mm-hmm. and they're completely irrational. Mm-hmm. No effort should be made to understand them. And this is, of course, by design because the entire U.S. economy now is set up for constant war. Right. They were like, I'm so mad I can't go to Cheesecake Factory. I want to go to Dave and Buster's. Um, Yeah. Well, we always have to be at war. We have to be supplying the mm -hmm, weapons in a war mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because lots of people in Virginia make money off that. Right. You know, lots of people on Wall Street and blah, blah, blah. Because what's happened with Ukraine? They're not going to fix that, right? No, but now you know. Now that they have Israel, mm-hmm. they don't need Ukraine anymore. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to send all these weapons to Israel mm-hmm. to get 
isn't real. Yeah. And they're going to probably have a brokered peace deal forced on the Ukrainians, which will be the same deal they could have got a year ago yeah. in April 2022. But it'll be the same deal or worse mm-hmm. with, you know, give or take 100,000 plus dead people that wouldn't be dead if we'd just done this earlier. How do we stop having a weapons-based economy, and what do we replace it with? You know, that's a question I ask myself a lot, and I think, like, why I am so tedious about 9-11 truth is <clears throat> I don't I don't understand how you convince Americans that this thing that calls itself the defense industry is not for our defense if you don't start with, okay, you know that thing that, like, justifies everything that's happened the last 20-some years? Mm-hmm. You were lied to about it. Yeah. The story is different from what you've been told. Yeah. So I don't know how you do that, because, like, if you kind of accept the premise, oh, the Islamists attacked us on 9-11, you're just kind of playing defense. You're playing defense the entire time. Yeah. And it's like— I did have a guy on Twitter today be like, oh, really? I bet you believe that Israel shot the the kibbutzes and killed their own people and fabricated October 7th to get into war? (laughs) I I just sent him an article. Right. But it's it's tough for people to confront the the reality. And it's like, you know, I, I should be clear, like October 7, definitely some of the civilians were killed by Hamas. Some mm. of them were killed by other Palestinians. But like Israel or Netanyahu and specifically, they knew it was coming. They mm-hmm. were warned by Egyptian intelligence. They mm-hmm. were warned by uh, local Israeli um, soldiers on the border. We're passing warnings up for weeks. Mm-hmm. They knew something was coming. Mm-hmm. So it's like. Yeah, it's, it is Israel's 9-11. They were both allowed to happen. Yeah. There's no, you know, incompetence. Yeah. Well, it's worse because it's the equivalent of 50,000 Americans that that's were right. killed. That's right. Yeah. Um, That's so annoying, isn't it? It's really annoying. And especially because it's like, well, 9-11, except for the pe- Pentagon, everything was civilian targets. Mm-hmm. October 7. You know, I mean, we don't know. We still don't have the exact breakdown, but maybe half civilian, half military, maybe slightly more civilian, maybe slightly more military. But it's just not the case in 9-11 mm-hmm. or the Bataclan massacre in France where they shot up the theater. Those were entirely civilian targets. Mm-hmm. So these are not equivalent events. Right. 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 Anyways, whatever. Yeah, good luck explaining that to people, huh? Um, you have destroyed nature with your industrial waste and gases more than any other nation in history. Despite this, you refuse to sign the Kyoto Agreement so you can secure the profit of your greedy companies and industries. Your law is the law of the rich and wealthy people who hold sway in their political parties and fund their election campaigns with their gifts. Mm, Ali Ben Gore. Who's that? Ali Ben Gore. Oh. No, I don't know. Al, like Al Gore. <laughs> Can about, we cut he's that? An environmentalist. He's an environmentalist. So it's yes. like Ali Ben Gore, like Al Gore. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. You get got it. it. Um, behind them stand the Jews who control your policies, media, and economy. That which you are signed out for in the history of mankind is that you have used your force to destroy mankind more than any other nation in history, not to defend principles and values, but to hasten to secure your interest and profits. You who dropped a nuclear bomb on Japan, even though Japan was ready to negotiate and end the war. How many acts of oppression, tyranny, and justice have you carried out, O callers to freedom? Hmm. And that's an important point, I guess, right? Japan was ready to... But they didn't. It they wanted over, a conditional man. surrender, so we dropped. Yeah, the and we wanted to show the Soviets that uh, we were stronger, even though they beat the Nazis. Mm-hmm. 
Well, Oliver Stone did uh, the Untold History of the United States documentary, which is pretty good. But um, one of the points that he makes in there is Japan didn't surrender until the Soviets invaded. And that was just simply because, I mean, the Soviets were communists. Yeah. They invaded so, who? Germany? J- uh, Japan. Like the Soviets so- invaded Japan? At the very end of World War II. Oh. The Soviets, like not the island, but they started invading Manchuria and uh, those Japanese-controlled territories in China and Korea and such. Mm. And the Soviets were overrunning them, and they, the Japanese government, made a pretty quick calculation, like, if the communists take over, they're not going to let us keep the emperor. They're going to impose communism. Mm -hmm. So we better surrender to the Americans, because then maybe we can keep the the emperor. So, yeah, like, the atomic bombing was not necessary. It was mass murder. Mm -hmm. And um, at the same time, like... And they just did it to to say, fuck it. They wanted to test the weapon, yeah. Yeah. it's a, it is a tragedy, you know. It is a war crime, mm-hmm. but I think with World War Two, you do kind of got to settle the slate a bit. Where it's like, yeah, the Japanese government did the rape of Nanking. They did all sorts of horrific experiments, <laughs> Unit Seven Three One and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which you know, the U.S. then gave immunity to a lot of those Unit Seven Three One scientists and brought them over to work on our biological weapons programs. Mm. The point is, like, I don't know. At some point. There were a lot of war crimes committed by both sides in yeah. World War Two. Yeah. Um, I'm saying Osama bin Laden's being kind of a lib here, crying about Hiroshima. Right. Instead of being a red-blooded patriot. Exactly. Yeah, no one gets to tell us how to defend ourselves from terrorism. <laughs> Um, what we call to you to thirdly is to take an honest stance with yourselves, and I doubt you will do so, to discover that you are a nation without principles or manners, and that the values and principles that you are, that, uh, to you are something which you merely demand from others, not that which you yourself must adhere to. I think that's an interesting, it's an interesting statement about our, about our country. You don't, we don't have principles or manners. Hmm. He's not wrong. Yeah. What if what if uh, Osama bin Laden read this at a slam poetry night? Yeah. And they're like really with him for poetry jam. They're really with him for the Palestine stuff. Most (laughs) deaf introduces him. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing: (laughs) homosexuality in the United States. And I need to say, it is wrong to be gay. You're having sex with men, and it is uh, (laughs) kicked out of every country he's ever been in. (laughs) Give it up, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, yeah. The, you have sex with men and Jews kicked out of every country they've been in. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you seen any like uh, reactions to this? I think the reactions are very funny. Yeah, they're On funny. TikTok? Uh, just Twitter and whatever. Well, because Megan McCain tweeted, she goes, and I thought nothing could top the summer of hell 2020, but it turns out the summer of he- 2020 was the so summer of it? hell. Yeah, because, you know, we all watched a cop kneel on a guy's uh, uh, neck and kill him. Mm-hmm. And then people got mad and that was the summer of hell. Um, but it turns out, no, here we are with the past October 7th loving Osama bin Laden ripping down hostage photos of babies supporting Hamas era. That's right, bitch. Everybody hates you, and you're going to be upset. This She must just be upset and scared all the time, mm. you know? I can't wait till she gets to hell with yeah. her father, and yeah. she gets to look up and see Osama bin Laden in paradise. In paradise, yeah. Hey, how's it going, honey? I still can't lift my arms. <laughs> he still can't pick her up. 
<laughs> in hell, every day, uh, uh, John McCain has to attempt to bench press the bar <laughs> while Satan laughs at him. Um, <laughs> John McCain and a T-Rex. That's <laughs> why I killed you both. <laughs> in hell, John McCain is, it's Halloween every day, and John McCain is dressed up yeah. like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. <laughs> 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 or every day he just loses a fight with one. They make him. They make him fight a T Rex. Yeah, they make him box a T Rex. <laughs> <In> hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, what was your what What were some of your takeaways from this letter? Because mine, I'm I'm watching people on uh, on social media go, oh now, oh the left is siding with Osama bin Laden now. I don't think we're siding with Osama bin Laden. I just feel like you can't. It's annoying when people cry about nine eleven. Mm-hmm. It was annoying when it happened, and it's annoying that people still do it. And I just think, you know, like with October 7th, it's like you you can debate all day whether it's okay to target civilians when you when you fight for liberation or whatever. But it the the reality is it's inevitable. It's going to happen when you when you um when you violently oppress people. Mm. So I think it's just kind of baby brain to to get mad at you know. Well, I think you had a pretty interesting thing here. I didn't hear you read this. You said, and because of all this, you have been described in history as a nation that spreads diseases that were unknown to man in the past. Go, a- <laughs> go ahead and boast to oh, the yeah, nations I of man I- <laughs> that you brought them AIDS as a satanic American invention. Yeah, I thought I copied and pasted that. <clears throat> I didn't. We don't agree with that part, by the way. We know Maybe that- AIDS was built in a lab, though. Yeah. Listeners, could we get a fact check on that? An American lab wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. There are yeah, wh- whatever. I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, there is something. I was talking to Kenny DeForest about this. Like, there's there must be a thing where like, if there's a population of people, mm-hmm. like let's let's say it's like Italians, you know, sure. And let's say you live in a city and there's there's a population of Italians that live over here and they're always kind of like causing problems. Mm-hmm. There's part of you that wants to just if you're like the the person in charge. Mm-hmm. There's part of you that wants to just go like. Yoink! Let me just get those out. You know, like quickly, just get rid of them. Yeah. And 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 I wonder if that's, I because I because I just I guess I struggle to 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 wrap my head around how so many U.S. politicians are okay with what's happening with what what they're enabling. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they're just like they they look at the people in Gaza like it's a. You know, like it's a Band-Aid they got to pull off. Like, you know when you, when you get a salad and there's tomatoes in it, you don't like tomatoes? You just got to pluck them out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's how they are so, choosing to, uh, they're viewing this? So the babies in the incubators are t- uh, tomatoes in this analogy. That's tomatoes how they, in your that's salad. That's how they, like, so they rationalize it. it. And they go, once once this genocide is done, then it's going to be good. It'll be a good salad. Got a pretty It'll good be salad. a good salad. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I just don't understand how everybody's so cool with this. I think it's... Um, it's driving me insane. <clears throat> I think kind of the profit motive comes first, but then once you start um, doing terrible dehumanizing things to people mm-hmm. for the profit motive, mm-hmm. then you have to dehumanize them. And that's where the racism and the Palestinians, you know, which you'll, you'll see this circulated, the Palestinians have like low IQ and are inbred and stuff, and the Israelis love talking about this because they are racial supremacists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, like racial dehumanization, you know, or, or you know, you'll even get the Sam Harris stuff where they, you know, talk about Islam as inherently, you know, yeah. terrorists and, uh, oh, yeah. we can't, 
bargain with these people. We can't treat them like they're, you know, regular human beings because they're just so irrational and all they want to do is, you know, strap bombs to their eight-year-old on her birthday and send her into a right. fucking Israeli hospital or whatever. they have no regard for life. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like these are all just post-facto justifications for yeah. murder, yeah. genocide, yeah. whatever. Um, it's hard to unsee that once you... Yeah. It. yeah, and it's like the U.S. politicians. I mean, I think it's mostly just APAC money. Yeah, APAC, the Israel lobby. Pro- I mean, yes, without question, the most powerful. But why? Why is John Fetterman wrapping an Israeli flag? <laughs> yeah, what is himself? that about? Is he Jewish? No, no. I, he has Christian parents. So like what's some, going on? Somebody, yeah, somebody in my replies was like, "Oh, he's a Jewish guy." Because I, I saw him wrapped uh, himself in the Israeli flag at that fucking pro-genocide rally they had in. Yeah. Uh, in dc yeah and i posted on twitter like you know they got him on tape doing some fucked up yeah, shit of course i thought even worse than that was uh when the people were protesting and he walked by and waved the tiny flag the israeli flag uh, yeah i hate when politicians disrespect <coughs> protesters. you should just like yeah. just light a lighter in front of him and it'll run away like frankenstein <laughs> yeah get a torch mob to come after john fetterman yeah yeah i just but, think they're like to be a politician and to want to get into politics, you have to have a type of belief system. And that's why they all come off like kind of like they're in a cult. They talk different than us. They are into a different thing. And what they were into their whole lives is politics. And it's Power. made them a type of retard, unfortunately. Yeah. They speak different. Like, I think a while ago, polit- people who got into politics went, we got to talk a certain way on television mm-hmm. to let like dumb people understand. Mm-hmm. And then young people saw how politicians talked wanted to become politicians and they thought that's how they talked in real life mm-hmm. so these new politicians are walking around talking like robots mm-hmm. uh when they're faced with reality they respond like robots and we go where's your fucking heart how mm-hmm. are you not responding to any of reality mm-hmm. and it's because they're a type of autistic mm-hmm. and it's politician it's a type of retardation for yeah. real well, it is it just uh, with Israel. It's sort of like how money in U.S. politics, especially since Citizens United, it's just uh, especially since Citizens United. Let's say you're a Republican and you say global warming's real or we have to, like, reduce carbon emissions or whatever. You're going to suddenly have a Republican primary challenger with infinite oil and gas money. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing with Israel. If you are against Israel, APAC and their network you're going to have an infinite money primary and or general election challenger, which is exactly what they're doing to the squad. Like APAC is bragging about they're going to raise $100 million to try to unseat, you know, Ilhan Omar and uh, AOC and such because they've supported a ceasefire. So that's like a big reason of U.S. political cowardice is just the fact that as soon as you speak up, you've got an infinite money pro-Israel challenger on your hands, which is hard to deal with. But then I think there is at least part of it is, yeah, blackmail. Yeah. And APAC, if you want to send us some money to stop talking about this and go back to, you know, just talking about uh, pee-pee and poo-poo, if you want this to be the pee-pee poo-poo show again, get in touch with us. Just kidding. I don't know. Yeah, it's all very, um, yeah, it's very depressing. The, the big, the lobby stuff is depressing. Well, you know, at least, like, we can kind of feel good about our contribution to the world where we can spread mm. the words of a great man mm-hmm. far and wide <laughs> yeah exactly 
Like <laughs> this episode, I don't know if it was entertaining, but we got we got the message. We're out all there. A, we're all about rehabilitating uh vin like uh, we're all about vindicating people finkelstein bin laden Laden. yeah i gotta read some uh, r kelly jail letters yeah Yeah. saddam hussein (laughs) now listeners you might not have been with us initially when we praised finkelstein Mm -hmm. but you saw we were right yeah so we're asking you to trust us on this osama bin laden thing r r kelly is the one um uh celebrity that i haven't really looked into i haven't delved into it because mm. i just like his music so much i don't know anything about the crimes right you don't want to have to stop listening to r kelly yeah it's like you don't want to look too close at uh, I, mean, I know that i shouldn't but i don't want to how pigs are kept for bacon right with the no right no separation between them right oh uh, yeah I, th- I think about that too often it's another good thing about sharia law mm-hmm. humane treatment of pigs in the united states oh yeah yeah they yeah, wouldn't be slaughtered anymore interesting we are on kind of a tight schedule tonight, guys, so we do have to head over to the Patreon. So we'll see you over on patreon.com slash outforsmokes. Come see me in Des Moines, Iowa on December 16th. Guys, any plugs? No, just buy some Peter Dale Scott books for my birthday. Buy some Read Peter him. Dale Scott books for Sean's birthday. Join us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash outforsmokes. See you over there. Bye-bye.